This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary roughness. Unnecessary roughness. I think this, that somewhere within the first five to ten plays of the game, the other team's quarterback must go down. And he must go down hard. It's unnecessary roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Big hole. First down. End zone. Touchdown. Touchdown, Raiders. Would you believe it? This is unnecessary roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q. Still coming up, Dustin DeHart. Nova Home Loans going to join us about 315. We got Jeff Benson from Circa Sports at 330. We also have tickets to give out. For the Vegas Classic, BYU, Arizona. Got a four-pack of tickets I want to give out for that. That's all coming up in this hour. Oh, by the way, plus we got Cover 3 NFL news and notes of the day. So we're going to go fast and furious. Love all the feedback that we've been receiving. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Cover 3 NFL news and notes of the day brought to you by Nova Home Loans. Let's go. It's time for Q's Cover 3 NFL news and notes of the day here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Now, I wasn't going to start off with this story, but uh, since we already got some response on the Sam and Ash text line at 69187, keyword r I thought I'd start with it. I mentioned it to John McClain. The Ravens traded fifth-round pick Sean Wade today to the Patriots, and uh, they received for Wade. The Ravens are getting the Patriots' seventh-round pick in 2022 and a fifth-round pick in 2023. So they get a couple back picks back in return for a guy who they just didn't think was going to make the squad, uh, wasn't the guy that they selected. And I remember when Sean Wade was at Ohio State, and I really liked him not this past year, but in 2019, uh, the same year that he was with Damon Arnett. Matter of fact, he played better when Damon Arnett was at Ohio State. He was playing a lot better at that point. They had uh, Jeffrey Okuda at one side. They had uh, Damon Arnett in another spot. And then Sean Wade was out there. And all three of them together played really well. Once Damon Arnett and Okuda were gone, I thought Sean Wade's game went down. And he didn't play that well, in my opinion, in 2020. He didn't play that well in the national championship game. But I looked at him as a guy that I said, okay, you know what? He could be probably a quality backup. So when the Ravens selected him in round five and the Ravens are an organization, I have a lot of respect for because the way that they're able to draft and develop, they seem like they always get players throughout the course of the draft, not just the first round, not second round, but they get players throughout the whole draft and they're willing to let guys walk because they have so much damn talent coming up right behind them. That's ideally how you get it done. The Ravens are one of the better ran front offices in the NFL. So when they went and selected him, I said, okay, they have a plan for him. Well, their plan ran out today. Their plan ran out today as they traded him to the Patriots for that seventh-round pick and that fifth-round pick. Uh, but it, I bring it up because I talked about it just briefly before we went into a break, and then Tom hit us up, and Tom is great. I love Tom. Tom is one of my favorite listeners of Raider Nation Radio 920, and the reason is because he's passionate, and we go back and forth all the time, and that's okay. I'm a passionate dude. I like to get after it, so... That's just what it is. And I'm looking for his text. And DeMond, can you find it? Because he has so many. And that's a good thing. I just can't find. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Can you read it? Because I'm, I'm, there's, I, I lost it. All right. Really, Q? Question mark. <laughs> Third round pick number 80 versus pick number 160. Not the same draft capital at all. Ravens win and have built a little tiny amount of credit, unlike Raiders. They've built a lot of credit. <laughs> they built a lot of credit. I, I, I'll, I'll say that. And I, I, I agree. And I think that that was something I mentioned when I was talking about it last hour was that third round pick and a fifth round pick are totally different. But again, the point is they just drafted him this year. And before he ever got out onto the grass for him, they already decided to trade him. And the Raiders did the same thing with, with uh, 
um, with Lynn Bowden Jr., and they caught hell for it. And again, third and fifth round picks are different. But look what he's doing in Miami. Look what he did last year in Miami. Not a whole lot of anything. Look what he's doing this year in Miami. I mean, he had Miami. a couple good games. Like, yeah, like I said, he did a whole lot of nothing in Miami last year, and he's going to do nothing in Miami this year as he's already on IR and done for the season. So you look at the Raiders and say, well, at least you got something for a guy who just didn't work out. Could you imagine if he was on the Raiders and he did a whole lot of nothing and then was already on IR this year? There'd be really a lot of hell to be paid if that was the case. So I just wanted to bring that up. And again, uh, Tom is not wrong. I mean, again, it's, you know, when you trade a guy like that and you, you spent some draft capital on him, you want him to pan out at all times. I didn't get to talk about the trade that happened yesterday. Uh, Sony Michelle goes to the Rams from the Patriots. And I thought that was a hell of a trade. I thought that Sony Michelle, when the, when the Patriots were able to get him in the first round, that was a great pickup. I really thought he was going to be a, a, a dog on that team. And I say a dog. He comes from Georgia. You know, he was really good uh, running back there. He was teamed up with Nick Chubb, and they had a hell of a, a one-two punch. I thought he was going to do some good things in New England. It just never really worked for him. Never really fit. He was injured, banged up. Again, goes back to availability. The Rams, you know that they had an issue. They had uh, their their need at running back, so they went and made a trade. I think it works out for both teams. You know, uh, the, the the Rams sent a 2022 fifth and sixth round pick to New England uh, for Sonny Michelle and a 2022 fourth round pick. So, And that fourth round pick, uh, compensatory pick uh, this season. Uh, no, if the Rams receive a fourth round compensatory pick this season. Sorry. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, they, they get some good return as well. Uh, I think it's a nice trade for, for both parties. Uh, Sonny Michelle really hasn't been doing a whole lot in New England. Plus, they went out there and they got Ramondre Stevenson. In the draft this past year from Ohio State by way of Oklahoma. He was at Oklahoma first and then ended up in, uh, in Ohio State. That dude, that dude's a hell of a runner. That dude could, can tote the rock. So Sonny Michelle just became a little bit expendable, so the Rams were able to pick him up. I like that. Uh, how about this one? The Ravens. We've been talking. It seems like we've been talking about the Ravens and the Patriots the whole time. Huh? <laughs> Sprinkle the Rams in there. Yeah, but. Well, you were like, oh, haven't talked about this trade. I was like, okay, <laughs> he's getting to. Oh, not the trade I thought you were going to talk about. No, no, no. How about this? The Ravens left tackle Ronnie Stanley. He says he's going to be a full go for the season opener against the Raiders on September 13th. Uh, he actually fractured his ankle November 1st against the Steelers. And uh, so now my man, he's been trying to rehab and he's been rehabbing and he says he's going to be a full go. So it's about three weeks between now and then. And uh, he said that he's getting better. He, he feels like he's, he's good to go. And that'll be huge for Baltimore. You imagine if they don't have their left tackle, Ronnie Stanley. And I know that they get talent. Like I just said, they, they draft talent really well. If they don't have their left tackle. Yeah, but all pro talent. That's what I'm saying. A guy like Unique Ngakwe is licking his chops, especially since Unique Ngakwe just last played with the Baltimore Ravens. You think he don't want to get a little bit of get back as well? A team that traded for him and then decided to move on from him? Man, if Ronnie Stanley ain't out there, Unique Ngakwe is going to eat. He's looking at Lamar Jackson. He's trying to some, you know, he's trying to size him up right now. You know, yeah, so Ronnie, just go ahead and take that, take that, take day, the day off. off, take the day off, man. You know, come back, come back real strong for week two. That extra week will make all the difference in the recovery. You never know, but he's look, he's coming off a fractured ankle, man, and he's offensive lineman. I mean, that's a big deal. Yeah, but he's going to be juiced up playing in the hometown. Of course, too. of course, playing in the hometown in the new. St- oh yeah, he's going, he's going to be ready to play. Yeah, he's going to definitely be fired up. I uh, want to speak about Raiders. How about this guy? How about Stefan Wisniewski? Former Raider. He was drafted back in 2011. Of course, the nephew of Steve Wisniewski, longtime uh, great Raider. He retired today. He retired. Uh, he he won a Super Bowl with uh, the Chiefs, and he won a Super Bowl with the Eagles. Uh, but he was a longtime, well, he was not a longtime Raider, but he played for the Raiders, was drafted by the Raiders, and, uh, of course, has the, the family ties with the Raiders. He decided to retire today, and he's going to go and be a preacher after this. So now he's taking his, his game. Yeah, he's taking his game off the field and going to take it to the pulpit. So uh, good for Stephen Wisniewski. He is now uh, retired from the NFL. How about that? 
man, that's amazing. So just, I'm going to retire and then become a preacher. That's, what, that's, where, that's where his passion is. Unexpected. I'm not mad at his passion, man. That's good. I think I think that's awesome, man. He he has something to do. I will say this. Uh, it was that's it was, one of those good for him stories. No, it is. It's yeah, a great no, story. No, that's that's great. why. I, that's, that's why I like it. And sometimes, a lot of times on Cover Three, man, I end up talking about the bad stories, and so that's why I'm going to end it with this story. I, but when I saw him on Twitter, you know, because that's where we all get our information from. A lot of times is Twitter. I saw a video. And it says, I have an announcement. I was like, oh, Lord, what's the announcement? I mean, because that's just what it is. Like, everyone has an announcement. Everyone has, a, you know, career change. Everyone, I, I was guilty of it as well. When I moved from Central Texas here, I put out a, hey, career and update. Change. It's just like what we do. It's like we're so in the habit of doing that. So I saw a video from Stephen Wisniewski, and he said, uh, got an announcement. And I was like, well, this ought to be a good one. <laughs> what's it going to be? <laughs> you know, what's this announcement going to be? And he said he was retiring and becoming a preacher. I was like, all right, cool. It's awesome. Just is what it is. So there you go. That's what I got for you for Cover 3 NFL News and Notes of the Day. And no, I didn't talk about the Denzel Perryman uh, trade because, well, we've been talking about it all day. It's been talking about JT's documented. Of course, uh, the morning tailgate, Clay and, uh, and Pritch this morning, they were talking about it. And, of course, we broke the news last night on uh, In the Huddle with Vinny Bonsignor and Lincoln Kennedy. So I think everyone knows at this time that Denzel Perryman is a member of the Raiders. And, uh, you know, he's a guy that Gus Bradley's pretty excited about. I know he talked to the media today. If we have time before the show's over, we'll hear a couple of those sound bites. But uh, come up next we're going to talk to my guy Dustin DeHart Nova Home Loans he's going to tell me about well the climate here in the Las Vegas Valley and all and everything going on with the home market and how at some point I can actually have a key that's mine and not one that I got to return <laughs> not one that I got to return at the end of a lease or at the end of this rental thing you know what I'm saying so we're going to get all the thoughts from Dustin we'll do that next here on Unnecessary Roughness on Radio Nation Radio 920. Give me your best. What's up, Raider Nation? This is uh, Hall of Famer Tim Brown. You're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920. What's up, Raider Nation? This is Hall of Famer Tim Brown, and you listen to Raider Nation 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. We just had cover three NFL news and notes of the day brought to you by Nova Home Loans. And now we're going to have our guy, Dustin DeHart from Nova Home Loans on. And Dustin, I do appreciate your your time this afternoon here on Raider Nation Radio 920. And I, I got to ask you before we get into the nitty gritty of the home buying and the market here in Vegas, before I get into any of that, I got to ask you about this preseason game coming up on Sunday, man. The Niners and the Raiders, you're kind of... You're kind of in a pickle, man. You're a lifelong 49er fan, but you're here in Las Vegas. You're a Raider season ticket holder. I mean, yeah. what do you do this weekend, man? Where, where you, where's your heart lie? Well, I guess I can't lose, man. You know, that's <laughs> how I think about it. Uh, you know, I, yeah, I'm a lifelong Niners fan, but the Raiders have now become 1A, and uh, the Niners are 1B. You know, I'm born and raised in Vegas, and you know, it kind of irritates me got acutely all these people that are, you know, live in Vegas and they're like, oh, you know, I'm not sure for the Raiders. I don't care. Like that, that drives me crazy. But yeah, I'm excited about the game. It's going to be a great game. I can't wait for it. Man. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. It, it will be fun. It's preseason game number three. I'm not sure really what to expect yet, but uh, just to kind of get that battle of the Bay feel, you know, it's, it's going to be pretty fun uh, just to kind of monitor it and see yeah. how it all shakes out. And uh, what have you thought of the team so far? What have you thought of the Raiders this uh, this preseason? What you've seen from them? They played the, the Rams last week in L.A. Thought the Raider Nation showed up really well. But just what have, what have been your overall thoughts of the team so far? Man, they've looked great. I mean, you know, I know it's preseason, but I'd rather be 2-0 than 0-2. That's for sure. <laughs> right. You know, this is going to be a big test for us. You know, I don't know how many people are going to be playing. We'll see. But, yeah, I mean, so far, so good. The teams look great. And, you know, hey, look, I know you're not a big uh, fantasy football guy. Right. I just want to throw this out there. 
you know, we talked about it last week, uh, you know, Raiders that are on the, uh, kind of on the target list to look at, you know, we, of course, Darren Waller and Jonathan Jacobs, man, I was doing some draft prep last night and the guy that I do or I get advice from for the last 15 years, his name is John Hanson. He's called the guru. I tell you what, he is so in on Brian Edwards. It's crazy. He thinks he's the biggest wide wide receiver sleeper there is. He's got him pegged for like six to eight touchdowns and you can get him like at the end of the draft. So He's going to be on all my fantasy teams. I'll tell you that. So I've never actually watched the live football game and seen my fantasy players in action. So I'm going to have as many Raiders players as I can. That's for sure. I like it. I like it. There you go. Little little fantasy. Uh, little yeah, advice, advice there. Yeah, like free yeah. advice take is that for what's worth. Hey yeah. man, if it's free, I'll take it. If it, I have a saying, man, if it ain't free, it ain't me. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's exactly. that's how your boy rolls. But uh, you got uh, Demond's attention when you started talking about fantasy football. So now Demond's got to jump in here. What's up, Demond? All right, this fantasy guru is. Um, <laughs> wow, why you sound so disrespectful? No, 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 no. This is I have like my question. It's like because I'm like oh. Okay, well, he's got some value here. Is he saying that Edwards has more value than Rugs? Like the at where you can get him in the he draft? He does. Yeah, he he loves him way more than Rugs. I mean, he's all in. I, I in fact, when we get done, I'm gonna email you guys the the write up he had on him because I sent one of my partners in one of my main leagues that, and I'm like, oh, we're going after Brian Edwards. That's it. So, nice. See, now awesome. I just got the hookup. Now yeah. you got the hookup. <laughs> now that everybody else got the hookup too. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron, I'll tell you what, I've, 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 again, 15 years, and that dude has never proved me wrong. I swear, I won a lot of fantasy leagues listening to him. He's nice. There you go. There you go. I like it. Nothing wrong with that. We're talking to Dustin DeHart from Nova Home Loans. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at te- Team DeHart, and I might be the only one that tweets at him, but that's okay. I love Twitter, so <laughs> yeah. that's what I do. And and, and Dustin, I got to get down to the to the nitty gritty, man. I mean, I'm yeah. looking at this housing market. I've been looking at this housing market ever since I, I moved here, and it's been kind of a bear and it's been a it's been a rough deal but um it doesn't look like well one i'm in a rental it doesn't look like rentals are going down as far as the prices anytime soon no they're not man i mean we just had a report out uh, a couple days ago from the review journal i know we talked about this a couple weeks ago but we're now the second largest rental increase city in the country Mm. and we've gone up 23 percent year over year so think about that every t- every every month rent's going up two percent you know and the crazy thing is is so are property values so right you're sitting there renting a house and you didn't buy one i mean think of how much money you're throwing out the window you know you're paying your landlord all that money meanwhile you could have bought a house and you know you you, you paid 200 for it you know a year later mm-hmm. it's worth you know two 240 it's crazy it's nuts i mean it's not gonna last like this forever the market's got up way too much, way too quickly. It's going to it's gonna level off a little bit. But one thing that's not going to level off, you know, with inflation and everything else is rents. They're just going to keep going up. It's just a housing shortage, too much demand, and it's it's gone bonkers. It's it's not good right now. Yeah, no, it really is. And right now I'm getting hit with a double whammy as well because my house in, in Texas hasn't even closed yet. Like it's it's oh, yeah, so I'm still paying mortgage and I'm paying rent. So yeah. uh, if you want to loan yeah. a brother a dollar, I'll take it. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. I'll tell you, man, it is tough yeah. times. But uh Damon had a question. He said that he was fired up about this question uh that he, he actually read about uh and he wanted to ask you about it. So go ahead, Damon. Yeah, Dustin, excuse me. I saw it in the Review Journal. Um, Eli Siegel wrote a little article about um, the housing market in Pahrump. Um, have mm-hmm. you noticed anything? Um, can you speak on like people in Vegas just making that drive out, that like almost hour drive out to Pahrump to buy some more houses? Yeah, look, 
I, you know, Q, you're not from here, but right. Pahrump's pretty much known for hookers and fireworks, just so you know. Nice. But, <laughs> I went to high school in Pahrump. <laughs> I went to high school in Pahrump. Now that explains everything about the fireworks, <laughs> You go out to Pahrump. But now, you know, that's not all it's known for, I'll have you guys know. But look, you know, uh, the sales price in Pahrump's, uh, you know, 315 Sales price here is 405 And, yeah, look, man, I've done more loans in Pahrump than I have this, you know, last year and a half than I have my whole career, you know, people are just, you know, they're fed up of paying these high prices, you know, they're fed up of not getting their offer accepted and and they're willing to make the hike. You know, it's about a 45 minute drive, depending on where you work, you right, know, right. Uh, you know, look, I mean, guys, I bought a house. And I don't know if you know this queue where Mile Charleston's at, but it's about 45 minutes away. Okay. Uh, we, we, we kind of bought a weekend house up there. It's a beautiful house. And, you know, the, the good thing about Mount Charleston, though, it's 75 degrees and in Pahrump, it's still 105. You know, that's <laughs> yes. the only problem with it. But, yeah, you go out to Pahrump, you're going to get a lot more bang for your buck. You're going to get some land. You know, it's a nice little city. And, uh, you know, people are even going to Mesquite as well. You know, we're starting to see people just get fed up with the high prices and, and, and haggling over, you know, bidding over ask and everything else and appraisal contingencies. And, and they're going to different cities. And that, that's that's not going to be you know, it's going to be the norm for now on. It's crazy. There you go. Uh, and Damon, you live there. Do you live there right now or no? Uh, yes, the pandemic was hard for me. So I, I moved <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah, I moved out. I moved out. I moved back with my parents. I moved out of my one bedroom yeah. apartment and said, I'm moving home. <laughs> how far how far a drive is it from like the studio um yeah to, yeah to the station about 50 minutes like if i speed yeah. 45 minutes but yeah, yeah 50 minutes bad. good 50 yeah. minutes good yeah yeah that's a that's that's a rough deal right there yeah and i got a prius so it's not that bad <laughs> <laughs> uh, well we don't need to know about the hookers but how are the fireworks right how are the fireworks you know what <laughs> i did a summer at the i did a summer at one of the fireworks places i think i was like 18 and let me tell you like people it's just it's like it's it's, it's a good business. It's a good business to go into because yeah. people, you know, I'm not gonna lie, you know, it's just like people like, hey man, if you get like, I'll pay you to drive another car for me <laughs> to California for fireworks. The fireworks yeah. game is crazy. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like people come from California, they like they're renting U-Hauls and Penske's. Yeah. Really? To drive fireworks up. Wow. Yeah, you just gotta be careful. Don't don't you know? You gotta buy it a couple months before Fourth of July because. You get pulled over and they'll look in the trunk when you're driving. Yeah, because it's legal. I've learned so like, much. <laughs> what are you doing without eight thousand dollars worth of fireworks? Yeah, but then this is trunk, one thing: it's like you're only supposed to launch them at the at the designated spots in Pahrump. Yeah. So why are you coming yeah, from exactly. California with like a Penske <laughs> truck? Yeah, but you exactly. know, hey, oh, yeah, why wow. are you going to Green Valley Ranch with those? Things? <laughs> I've learned so much. I love this, man. We're talking to Dustin DeHart right here from Nova Home Loans here on Unnecessary Roughness on Radio Nation Radio 920. So one of the questions that really my wife asked me to ask you was, does it just kind of make a lot more sense right now for someone to actually just go build a house? Well, yeah. Well, building a house or, or buying a house that's new build, that's two different things, okay. you know, but building a house is tough. You know, you need, you need a lot of money. You got to put some skin in the game. Uh, you know, that's, it's hard to get financing on those, but yeah, look, the new home sales have gone through the roof as well. Q, you know, again, people are fed up of, you know, going after these offers on resales, you're going to get a lot better price on a resale. Now mm -hmm. remember that, right. You know, and obviously when you go into a resale, everything's not going to be like you like it because somebody else did it. Right? right. So you're going to have to pay a premium. So, you know, look, my advice is, you know, if, if you're going to be in that house for a long time, you know, then go, you know, go for it. Buy that brand new house. Be careful with the, uh, you know, because Q, when you walk into those model design centers, <laughs> that ain't what you're getting. They get the me every price. time, yeah. Dustin. <laughs> yeah, dude, 
yeah, that doorknob costs eight grand. You right. Know what I mean, yes. So you just got to be careful. But uh, yeah, look, we and, and in fact, Nova Home Loans, uh, you know, we, we got sick of the new home builders. What they, they have their own mortgage companies. And what they'll do, Q, is they'll offer. Well, you got to use our mortgage company or or we're not going to give you the $7,000 in closing costs we're going to give you. Mm, you know what I mean? okay. So we got sick of losing all those deals. So we have a new program. It's a new home build program. And I'll tell you what, even if they're giving you those closing costs, we're still beating them. So if, wow. if you're going after a new home build, call us because we're going to give you a better rate or we can give you the same concessions as they are and a lot better service. Nice. Well, I'm, I'm going to let the, the wife pick what kind of house she wants and where she wants yeah. and all that good stuff because that just makes sense. But I have two I, I have two things that I keep telling her. I said, look, I want to live in a house that Scarface will be proud of. And I also... <laughs> And I also need to have an infinity pool. That's all I need to have. There you go. I got to have go. an infinity pool. It. Sounds like me, brother. See? <laughs> I love it. That's why yeah, me and Dustin are homeboys. Yeah. I, man, I'm telling you, Dustin, I've been spending like every night. Yeah. We got this furniture, this backyard yeah. furniture. I've been spending every single night, yeah. probably about 930 or 10. But I've been there every night just sipping on, you know, some vodka and water and, yeah. and, and in the backyard <laughs> chilling. Yeah, you're going to walk into a house and you go, does my TV fit here? And let me look at the backyard. Exactly. Right? Basically, yeah, exactly. And let the wife pick the rest. <laughs> Happy marriage. Right. There you go. Well, Dustin, before I let you go, let everyone know how to get a hold of you if they are interested in anything that we've been talking about or maybe yeah. some more information that they need from you. How do they get a hold of you? Yeah, it, I'd love to hear from you guys. Look, it's if, if you have a home loan, let's get that mortgage tuned up. Call me at 577-2600. Or if you don't have a home loan, let's get you in into one, 577-2600. Appreciate it, Q. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Dustin. I appreciate your time. All right, guys. See ya. There he goes. Dustin DeHart, Nova Home Loans, at Team DeHart on Twitter. But uh, more importantly, Nova Home Loans, a proud title sponsor of Cover 3 NFL News and Notes of the Day. And love to catch up with Dustin each and every Thursday at 315. And he's got him a dilemma. for. Luckily, it's just a preseason game, so he doesn't have to really feel bad about it. But... You know, he's got heartstrings in, uh, in in San Fran. He's got heartstrings in Las Vegas. Something's got to give on Sunday at 1 o'clock. Kickoff. You like that? Yeah, 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 I just yeah, went yeah. into my cool kid voice. Was it cool? Yeah, I'm excited for a preseason game now. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the way to, uh, that's the way to make me feel good. Thank you so much to Dustin for joining us there. 329 is the time. When we come back, we'll be talking to Jeff Benson from Circus Sports. They got a hell of a contest going on. Plus, want to get his thoughts on San Francisco and the Raiders and who could be the league MVP? Who's going to win the, the division as far as the money goes? Got to talk some money, right? We'll do it next. Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Hey, what's up, Raider Nation? This is Roy Hart. You're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920. Raiders! Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. We have had a fast action moving, uh, fast paced show all day today here on Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. Uh, really excited by every guest that we've had, including our next guest, Jeff Benson from Circus Sports at Circus Sports on Twitter. And Jeff, we do appreciate your time this afternoon, my man. And uh, we were just talking about preseason games and preseason action. The Raiders and 49ers, they take on each other on Sunday up in Santa Clara. And before we actually get into the game, how difficult is it for someone who wants to go out there and make bets on preseason games just because there's so much unknown about it? Yeah, I think from a, you know, a bookmaker perspective, you know, when you, when you look at the regular season versus the preseason, obviously the preseason for us uh, is a lot more difficult because it's more information based in terms of, you know, how long are teams going to play the starters? 
you know, are they going to, you know, have more of a run game plan as opposed to a passing game plan, things like that. So I think when you look at uh, the difference between the two, uh, the preseason is going to be a lot more information-based, whereas the regular season, uh, you're going to have the starters playing and things like that. So it's going to be more of a known commodity. Yeah, it, it really is. Uh, and it's it's very difficult. And I hear people talking about placing bets on these preseason games. And I just scratch my head because I just it's so difficult. Like you said, information is just not as, uh, as much there as, as needed in the regular season or as, as it is in the regular season. So looking at this game on Sunday, it's, it's just a fun game. Uh, preseason game number three, but the Raiders 49ers kind of has a little bit of a nostalgia to it again. You know, it's kind of the Battle of the Bay, even though the Raiders are, are here in Vegas. But uh, what are you seeing? What are the lines telling you in this game? And where's the money being placed right now? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think it's uh, certainly an interesting game uh, in, in terms of what you look at, you know, both of these teams as they, you know, head into the regular season. You know, can the Raiders win this game on the road and, you know, complete a 3-0 and preseason and take some momentum uh, into week one of the regular season? I, I certainly think it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. You know, for us, uh, here at Circus Sports, we opened three and a half on the Niners. Uh, that was bet down to three. And then uh, as we currently sit right now, it's been bet back up to four. So uh, as you look at the, the money and the action as it comes across the counter, you know, for us, the market and the betters are respecting the Niners in this spot. Uh, when you look at the total, the total opened at 35. It was bet up to 37. And then it's come down to 35 where we stand right now. A lot of that is injury news. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier, the Raiders aren't expecting to play any of their starters. Uh, while the Niners are expecting the quarterback battle to continue, Trey Lance is going to get some runs. So I think that's kind of how the market is playing it, and that's how you know betters have been betting it up to this point. Talking right now with Jeff Benson from Circus Sports here on Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. And you mentioned the quarterback battle for the 49ers. Trey Lance, rookie quarterback, he looks good in what we've seen so far, which is a limited time uh, basis. But uh, as far as the rookie quarterbacks that are out there, the Trevor Lawrence's, the Justin Fields, the Trey Lance, is, you know, Zach Wilson's cats like that. Uh, is, is there a prop bet out there right now on who could be uh, either the, the, the best rookie quarterback out of those guys or even just, you know, offensive rookie of the year? Yeah, we have offensive rookie of the year up here at Circus Sports, uh, obviously with the Jaguars just naming uh, Trevor Lawrence, their starting quarterback, uh, to no surprise there. Uh, he's the betting favorite in that pool. Uh, but when you look at what, you know, Zach Wilson has done uh, statistically for the Jets, he's had a very, very good preseason. Uh, and then obviously you combine that, you know, with what, uh, you know, Justin Fields and Trey Lance have done. Uh, e- even though they may or may not start, I think it's a fascinating market to look at, um, you know, for betters who, who don't necessarily just want to bet, you know, sides in total. So, you know, for those people who are also interested in betting maybe the Raiders in a couple of different ways, you know, we have uh, Coach of the Year, uh, up uh, as we sit right now, John Gruden's forty-three to one, uh, and then we also just a few days ago put up uh, the, the team to have the most regular season wins and the most regular season losses. So when you look at uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, they are a hundred to one to have the most regular season wins. Uh, and they're 20 to 1 to have the most regular season losses. Okay, there you go. Talking right now with Jeff Benson from Circus Sports. And I've been very high on uh, Trayvon Merrick, the second round rookie out of TCU for the Raiders. He's a safety. I've been saying that I feel like he's going to be the defensive rookie of the year. Is there any any money coming in on him for that? And is there any any kind of prop bet that Circus Sports has on that category? We don't we don't have the defensive uh rookie of the year okay. uh but like you said you know he, he's somebody who's gotten a lot of rave reviews here in preseason 
Um, and ultimately if, he, ultimately, if he's able to come in and shore up that defense, you know, I think he could be a really nice addition uh, to that secondary and, uh, you know, what he brings uh, to the table uh, for the Raiders this season. Yeah, no doubt about it. It's a guy that I'm definitely very excited about. I know a lot of Raider Nation is excited about Trayvon Merrick as well. How about uh, any bets, any money being laid on the AFC West in general? Uh, where's where's the, the, the betting money going? Of course, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming Kansas City is the, is the odds-on favorite, but uh, everyone else behind Kansas City, what's it looking like right now? Yeah, so I think when you look at the Broncos, the Chargers, and the Raiders, you know, I, I think they're three teams that are very similar. Um, you know, for us, we've seen definitely some Charger interest. You know, I, I think uh, after Justin Herbert's fantastic rookie year, um, you know, I think people are expecting the Chargers to take a step forward, especially uh, with Anthony Lynn no longer uh, the head coach for that team. So I would say that's where the most interest has been uh, in terms of the team that could challenge uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, um, but obviously given the market that we're in and how popular the Raiders are, uh, the Raiders have certainly been uh, a popular bet across the counter as well in terms of a team to win the division. And before I let you go, Jeff, i got to ask about the league MVP, and the reason I ask about this is because I've been hearing that there's a lot of money being placed on the Saints' Jameis Winston. i just I got to get this, if this is true, if I've been hearing correctly, i got to hear it from you, and i got to understand the rationale why. You know, I, I think when you look at uh, New Orleans, uh, you know, I think they're a really, really good team. Um, and I think, you know, maybe the knock on them last year was their quarterback play. Uh, and, and Drew Brees, you know, wasn't very healthy. Uh, he, he, he didn't move the ball down the field uh, at a high enough clip. Uh, and, and I think when you make that change, you know, with how good Winston's looked in the preseason, obviously two, uh, a, a great first quarter, two touchdown passes to Marquez Callaway. You know, I, I think he can certainly take a step forward if uh, Sean Payton and the team name him uh, the starting quarterback. Um, and I think when you look at some of these markets, a lot of it is perception-based, um, and you're really trying to get ahead of the money. So, you know, once he had a, a terrific first quarter there, um, and there was some talk about him possibly being the starting quarterback, I think you're going to see a lot of these markets move. So, you know, conversely, as we lower Winston in the MVP pool, you know, we're also going to raise Taysom Hill uh, given that he's probably not going to start for them. So, you know, definitely uh, betting interest for Jameis Winston, given, you know, how well he's uh, thrown the ball. Um, and if he can be a step above, uh, you know, what Drew Brees provided last year and the Saints can, uh, you know, have a decent record, uh, you know, he could certainly be in the talks for MVP this year. All right. And, Jeff, we got a, my man DeMond has a question that he wants to ask you. DeMond always comes with some good ones, Jeff, so I hope you're ready. Here we go. All right. Now, all of the rookie QBs <laughs> that were drafted in the first round which one has the best odds, or is there another offensive player for that rookie of the year that maybe has good odds as well that's not a quarterback? Yeah, so uh, like I said, Trevor Lawrence, uh, given his volume uh, and his usage, usage rate and you know, the, being the presumptive starter there in Jacksonville, you know, I would say the choice was between him and, and Zach Wilson. Uh, obviously, you know, Fields and Trey Lance probably aren't going to start uh, week one, but certainly have a lot of upside. Um, but when you look at somebody outside of the quarterback market, um, that would be the number four draft pick, which is Kyle Pitts to uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Mm. You know, he's somebody uh, who's going to have a huge target share. And he's somebody who's going to get a lot of uh, red zone looks. Uh, and I think with the way the Falcons are going to offensively move the ball, uh, and now that they've gotten rid of Julio Jones, I think he and Calvin Ridley will be a huge part of that offense. Uh, so if I was looking to back somebody who wasn't a quarterback in that pool, 
I might be looking at uh, Kyle Pitts in the 12 to 1 range. And Jeff, Circus Sports got a great contest, a fantastic contest going on right about now. Uh, let everyone know about it, how they can win some money, what they got to do to get involved. Yeah, absolutely. We have two football contests this year the Circa Million Three and the Circa Survivor. Uh, one's a traditional Survivor contest, and one is a Pick'em contest uh, with five games against the spread every week. Uh, you can find all the details at circusports.com. Uh, registration ends September 11th at 2 p.m. Uh, if you come down to any one of our five properties here in downtown Las Vegas, uh, we can get you signed up and you have a chance to compete uh, for the guarantee of $10 million. Uh, we're guaranteeing $4 million in the Circa Million and $6 million in the Circa Survivor, uh, $1,000 to enter, uh, and 100% of the prize pool goes back to the players. There it is right there. It sounds like a hell of an idea, a hell of a, a, a plan and a contest, and sounds like a whole lot of fun. Jeff, thank you so much for your time this afternoon, my man. I do appreciate you, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Sounds good, Q. Enjoy the Raider game this weekend. Absolutely. Will do. There he goes, Jeff Benson, Circus Sports. Uh, you can find Circus Sports on Twitter at Circus Sports, just like that, and get involved in that contest. Win you a whole lot of money, and then you can go back to Dustin DeHart and say, hey, I got a whole lot of money now. Let's go buy a home. <laughs> Let's go buy one of these overpriced homes with an infinity pool and a Scarface table. I used to have a Scarface table in my old house. We used to call it the Scarface table. We sold it, though, and we moved. It was was all glass. No, seriously, my mom gave it to us. It was great. It was all glass, right? And so every time people walked in the house, they're like, what the hell are you guys doing with this all-glass table? And so we said, it's our Scarface table. You just go ahead and you use your imagination. And so that's it, it became a running joke that Q got a Scarface table. That's how we roll. It was all glass, but we sold it, so we don't have it anymore. But it was cool. So now I need a, I need a Scarface table, and I need an infinity pool. It's on my to-do list. You can make that happen easy. <laughs> make that happen easy. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. Just go out and get an infinity pool. And a Scarface table. I didn't even know what an infinity pool was until the wife pointed it out one day. She's like, oh, that's an infinity pool. I like it. And I, was, and I only saw half of it. I was like, oh, that's dope. Let's get it. She's like, yeah, no problem. Everyone just goes and gets an infinity pool. No problem. That's what happens. I got taste like my mom. My mom has that that expensive taste, you know, just, oh, yeah, hey, that's cool. Let's just go get it. So I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Let's just go get it. Hey, you need money, dummy. <laughs> Man. And I ain't got it. 345 is the time. Many thanks to Jeff Benson there for joining us, talking about everything going on in Circle Sports, to kind of talk some lines as far as the weekend goes, 49ers and Raiders. Coming up, we'll close out the show. We want to hear from you, Raider Nation. we got a few minutes, 702-365-9200. Holla at your boy. It's Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy Q. Tell you right now, man, this show goes by fast and furious each and every day. I love it, but then I hate it at the same time because I never want to say goodbye. But uh, it is what it is, man. It's just, it'll be more for tomorrow. (laughs) Simple as that. We started things off with Coach Jed Fish from Arizona uh, as his team is going to be playing BYU on September 4th at Allegiant Stadium. That is the Vegas kickoff classic. Matter of fact, I got tickets for that as well. Um, This is what we're going to do. We're going to have DeMond standing by the phone lines. Caller number nine right now, 702-365-9200. Caller number nine right now is going to win tickets to the Vegas kickoff classic, BYU, Arizona. Four tickets are yours, but you got to be caller number nine right now, 702-365-9200. Of course, you got to be from Nevada uh, to pick up these tickets. We also had John McClain from the Houston Chronicle talking all things Raiders, NFL, talked about Cliff Branch, and basically uh, said it's a done deal. As a matter of fact, he didn't say basically it's a done deal. It is a done deal. Cliff Branch will be in the 2022 
Hall of Fame class. Very excited about that. We had at 315, Dustin DeHart from Nova Home Loans. He joined us to talk about how I'm going to get out of rental and get into a real house. And then the last segment, Jeff Benson from Circus Sports talked about how, well, you can win some money and nothing wrong with that. And right now, i got my tag team partner, and uh, we're going to be together tomorrow. We're going to collaborate on a show from 2 to 450 at the TI at the Golden Circle Sportsbook. My man, Vinny Bonsignor in the huddle. He's coming up next. Right now, he's at the Raider facility. And uh, Vinny, man, uh, how was practice today? I wasn't able to get out there, but what would you think of what you saw from practice today liked what i saw from uh damon arnett you guys got me over there yeah i got you okay cool uh, uh damon arnett came up with an interception a couple of uh, uh deflected passes and it was conspicuous you know so afterwards we're talking to gus bradley and and, and talking to him about damon arnett and he was like yeah you know sometimes we we just target somebody in a practice and challenge him and push him a little bit so today was damon arnett's day and he responded in fact there was one play where um, he came up down the sidelines defending Stoner, I think it was, uh, the okay. rookie wide yeah. receiver, and uh, made a nice pass breakup. They fell to the ground, and Nate Hobbs came running over there to congratulate Damon on the uh, on the nice you know defense. And he's like, "Man, when are they going to stop you know testing you, man?" Like, <laughs> so even for Nate, it was kind of becoming a little bit conspicuous that they kept picking on number twenty, but. That's sometimes what they do. They'll try to challenge somebody and see if they respond. Today was Damon Arnett's day, and, and he responded. You know, and that's something that they needed to do. John Gruden has mentioned it multiple times, and he said it on uh, on Wednesday uh, at the facility. He said, hey, you know, we need to see Damon Arnett. He didn't play against the Rams. Uh, he was a little banged up. He's been banged up. And I, I started off the show saying, Damon Arnett, Cleve Furl, Jonathan Abram, so far throughout the course of their career – however long it's been, have not been available as much as they'd like. And so Damon Arnett, I understand why they tested him today. Yeah, I do too. And, you know, it's it's interesting because with Gus Bradley, he used the term cautiously optimistic about mm-hmm. uh, uh, Damon Arnett. And that leads you to believe that they're not quite there. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, cautiously optimistic means, you know, not entirely ready to uh, to, to anoint him or put him up on a pedestal. He needs to keep showing us and be consistent and keep proving it over and over again. And that's really the challenge of any NFL player, but especially a guy who hasn't established himself uh, on any real discernible level. So it's on him uh, to play like he played today every single day. And if he does that, I think the future is bright. I do, too. I really do. And, you know, I I know that, uh, of course, Denzel Perryman was a big conversation piece today, especially in the media session with Gus Bradley. And uh, he seems to be pretty excited about what the Raiders could potentially be getting. And I know I say potentially because, like you said, uh, he's got to pass his physical. He's got to be able to, uh, you know, pass the COVID, obviously, protocols. He's not a vaccination guy. He let that be known when he was in uh, in Carolina. So, I mean, what are your thoughts of Perryman and, and what he brings to the table, especially after talking to Gus Bradley? Yeah, I think the timeline works pretty well, assuming he does pass the physical. And there is concern there. He had a hip injury that kept him out almost all of training camp with Carolina Panthers. Came back, uh, I guess he got his foot stepped on awkwardly uh, the other day in practice, so he had to come out of practice as well. This is a guy who hasn't played 16 games in six seasons with uh, the Chargers, you know, previously to signing with the, with the Carolina Panthers. So injuries have always been a concern. What I do like is I don't think he's being – asked to come in here and be a starter short of a bunch of injuries happening and now all of a sudden Denzel Perryman's got to start. So ideally what they're what they want him to do is be a depth guy and be a situational player. And in that realm, 
where he's not being asked to play starter minutes, so to speak, maybe that mitigates the injury factor and accentuates what he does well. And in Gus Bradley's word, he's a leader. He brings explosiveness. He brings playmaking. He obviously understands uh, the system. Not only did he play the last four years for Gus Bradley, but also Richard Smith, the right. Raiders' current linebacker, who was an assistant under Gus Bradley with the Chargers the last four years. So there's a good fit there. There's a great opportunity for, for uh, Denzel Perryman. It comes on the cheap. Uh, the, Charlotte was, or excuse me, Carolina is on the hook for the $2 million signing bonus. The Raiders get a player for $900,000 and change. Uh, and all they really had to do was flip a sixth-round pick and get back a seventh-round pick. So not a bad deal, if you're, especially if you're looking uh, at Denzel as a death piece who could also start uh, in an emergency. Right, no doubt about it. Well, Vinny, uh, definitely appreciate you, man. Great eyes and ears out there at practice today as I wasn't able to be out there, but I definitely appreciate you. And he's coming up next in the huddle. Uh, He'll be live from uh, the Raiders practice facility, and he's only going to be there for about an hour because we have Aviators Baseball is going to cut Vinny a little bit short. But uh, the hour that he's going to bring to you, action-packed. You don't want to miss it. And then, of course, myself and Vinny from 2 to 4.50 tomorrow at the TI Golden Circle Sportsbook. Come out! Come out, Raider Nation. We'll be locked and loaded with prizes. I challenge you to come out, sit down at the table with us, chop it up, do what you got to do. Just come hang out with us. I had a great time last week, and I expect to have even more fun next week because myself and Vinny are going to tag team the show together. So uh, definitely encourage you to do that. We'll see you out at the TI tomorrow. Uh, Until then, Vinny Bonson, yours on the sticks next. I'm out. I'll holler at you. This is Raider Nation Radio 920.